Okay. Rattlesnake. 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 I mean, it's fitting. We just watched both Kill Bills. Well, you should have said Black Mamba. Yeah, but they already used Black Mamba in the movies. I figured I'd use a different kind of snake. Alrighty. Okay. For the upcoming, not actually happening third movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, horrorheads. Howdy, folks. Um. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say, I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> we just bought, we just watched both Kill Bills in uh, memory of my son who passed away. There were... His favorite movies, and by the time this airs... Um, It'll be well past it. Yes, his death date was actually yesterday, which was January 26th, but this will not be coming out for a couple more weeks, so... Yeah. Anyway, that's why we just watched Kill Bill 1 and 2 yeah. again. Great movies. Oh, hell yeah. Great action. So, this week, um, I'm going to be doing an urban legend because we've been adding polls to our Spotify episodes, and the last poll, I think it was only one vote, but it was for Urban Legend, so here we are. <laughs> oh. You know, we might have five listeners now. Woo! Um, so here we are with another Urban Legend, um, another one from Jersey. Of course. The Dirty Jers. <clears throat> you know, because that's where we're from. Yerp. So anyway, Any this is... The Gates of Hell. I feel like I know this one. In Clifton, Passaic County. I feel like I actually might know this one. So it's located behind the old Black Prince Distillery. It is a working collection of drains, underground tunnels, and storm sewers, which according to an old urban legend, and some say the home of the devil. Ooh. The tunnel system was built as a drainage runoff for a stream called Weasel Brook. Mm -hmm. And when it pours, the slow trickle... I just fucked that up already. I don't know, did you? You're the one reading what you wrote. Oh, and when it's slow, it's a... Oh, for fuck's sake. Take a second. And when it's slow, mm -hmm. it's a trickle of water through the tunnel. Okay. But when it pours, it can become a raging river. Oh, shit. Uh, wow, I really fucked that whole <laughs> thing up. God. Damn. Oh, man. Some have said there are satanic graffiti and murals painted from the brave asses who have chosen to wander in there. Because of course not. Why? Uh, why I mean, of course they, there is. <laughs> I fucked that one up. <laughs> see? See? Well, we are recording kind of late. We're usually, yeah. well, depending on how many episodes we record. I mean, it's only 930. Yeah. So it's not that late. Anyway, uh, I've seen the graffiti and I saw nothing from, you know, the pictures that yeah, were posted online. That would be satanic. I haven't seen anything satanic, but my happy ass isn't going in there <laughs> either. Because the shit that you see, it reminds me of Candyman. It's like maybe... Oh, uh, okay. You More... know that scene in Candyman where the hole in the wall... Yes, and... the guy's mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Where it's more of a... It's more of like murals for the legend than actually something. Yeah, that's a hard pass, Scooter. <laughs> uh, I need to give a disclaimer here. From the few sources I found on this place, you do not want to go there. Not because I think it's super haunted, although it might be, but because the 5-0 will get your ass. Because it's, I'm guessing, a private, that private property. Well, here's the disclaimer that Weird New Jersey posted, so I'm going to read that same one okay. as a warning to any and all who even think about it. Okay. 
Again, this was posted by Weird New Jersey. So it's going to have both their names on it, Mark and Mark. Hey! And I'm not taking that part out because they, they need the credit. Yeah. It, it was given to them. So here we go. Here is the disclaimer. Good afternoon, Mark and Mark. I am currently in charge of gangs and street crimes. <laughs> Jesus. Great way to start it off. Well, you know, here you go. Up until two weeks ago, and shit, I never even thought to post when the actual date this disclaimer was um, oh, put on their website. Mm. Uh, I can look it so up. So let's right just quick. say, up until now, <laughs> I have never actually observed the exact location known as the Gates of Hell. It was brought up to me by our city manager with reference to serious issues concerning this location. Again, guys, this is a disclaimer. Mm -hmm. Don't fucking go there. Over the years, I have arrested several people that have traveled to this location to observe the place known as the Gates of Hell. Previous to this past week, I did not arrest these indi individuals for defiant trespass. I arrested them for weapons possession. <laughs> this is to include doubled-edged daggers with curved blades on each side of the daggers, mm. small swords, butterfly knives, and other weapons that I don't even know how the hell to describe. Mm. These individuals were from Suffern, New York, Morristown, New Jersey, and other locations that escaped me at the moment. Man, Again, guys, if you're just tuning in, this is a disclaimer from the Popo to Weird New Jersey. I am repeating this because don't go there. Yeah. Yesterday, we received another phone call that there were individuals at that location. Members of my unit and I responded and found six individuals trespassing. They were from Cherry Hill and Merchantsville, New Jersey. Because, of course. <laughs> they were all arrested for being in defiant, for being defiant trespassers. Mm. One individual was also arrested for weapons possession. He had metal knuckles, a large, curved, 10-inch Bowie-type knife, and another 6-inch Butcher-type knife on his side. Mm. I'm sorry, I, I gotta break into this PSA. What in the actual fuck are you going to do with that shit? <laughs> do you have a goat you're going to sacrifice? Because if you reminds me of Surviving Edged Weapons, which is an actual video that the Canadian police force showed their police officers. It's hilarious. I, I just don't understand. Is one knife not sufficient? I mean, in the state of Jersey, you can carry a three-inch blade. You need a six-inch and then another butcher knife type? The butcher knife I can kind of see, like, if you're trying to crack through bone or some shit. But why? Easier for the demons to eat? <laughs> for fuck's sake. Anyway, back uh, to the Jeremy, PSA. Jer Jeremy, get, get, get the big knife. <laughs> back to the PSA. When all of the above individuals were asked how they found out about this location, they replied, Weird New Jersey. <laughs> I read your magazine and read your disclaimer, which is very clear. I am asking if I'm asking you if possible that on your website something can be added with the reference to the gates of hell, indicating that people that go to this site will be arrested for at a minimum defiant trespass. Mm. I am not happy about arresting youths or young adults. Because they are curious where this location could be found, but because of the criminal mischief, damage to property, and numerous arrests for weapons possessions. So there's there zero tolerance if we find them here 
they will be arrested. I'm requesting that you help us out so that a youth or young adult will not create a criminal history for themselves. End of PSA. So they arrest anyone that they catch trespassing because of how dangerous it has been in the past. Technically, it's for defiant trespass. But then, you know, when they arrest you, they search you. Yeah. And now you're rolling up, riding dirty with all these weapons. (laughs) Who the fuck needs a six-inch Bowie knife? (laughs) I don't fucking get it. I don't either. And a mini samurai sword? Yeah. Yeah, who needs an Adachi? Are you coming to exercise the demons? Like, I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) To me, and all jokes aside, but to me, you're going there to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. Cause you ain't killing no goddamn demon with a fucking yeah. samurai no. sword or or a, a butcher knife or a Bowie knife. What you are? Look, look. In case you didn't know, let me explain something to you. You can't kill a demon with a knife. Okay, you just can't. You got better chance with holy water for Christ's sake. I mean. For realsies, though. Okay, so on to the gates of hell. Teens have been daring each other for years to venture into the hidey hole of the alleged devil. And clearly from all the artwork that you can see, many have gone in there. My ass would not, I say again, not go in there. It's too damn dark and I can't... And it can't smell good with it leading in to and from sewers. That's just fucking nasty. Kid walks in there with a freaking Tonto or a Nodachi. Boku wa Muramasa. Yeah, I mean... Other than... The only reason you're taking that kind of weaponry in there, or any kind of weaponry in there... Is fighting or murder. Is to hurt another human being. That's it. That's, That's it. It's like the weirder... Because you can't shoot a demon either. No. It's not like a werewolf where you can shoot him with a silver fucking bullet. It ain't like Supernatural. It don't work like that. It don't work like that, guys. Again, let me explain something to you. It just don't work like that. (laughs) Any whore bag. As with any town, stories of bad shit, nasty juju, and evil goings on Mm -hmm. were alleged to happen at a lot of these gates of hell spots because there's Uh more than one location there's more than one way to get in there yeah kids would tell tall tales of others going into the tunnels never to return Mm. it's also supposed to have inverted crosses satanic art and i guess an altar of some sorts Mm -hmm. so there is more than one entrance like i said to this maze of tunnels but the one you want for the spoopy shit (laughs) and the one that is supposed to take you to air testicles satan's lair Mm. is a square one it's not like the round one that you would normally see it this one is more square yeah like a door frame yeah if you look well it's not not like this one wider yeah but yes it's like it's like a rounded square but if you look up the gates of hell gates of um you'll see um, so that one's square, not round. Uh, I've seen okay, in many yeah. of the pictures online. And it, like I said, it, it has like a square entrance, but then it becomes like the typical semicircle tunnel. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know why they have a square entrance for a semicircle tunnel, but hey, I didn't make it. No. As there are many <laughs> openings into, oh, oh, sorry, air testicles. 
As there are many openings into what has been described as a maze of drainage tunnels, it is easy to get lost. Found in a wooded area down the hill from a railroad line, it is the dry, square-shaped entrance that supposedly marks the start of the gates of hell. From this eerie primary passageway, it is said that one can access a network of underground tunnels and storm sewers, including the secret room. What now, in the before, Pennywise? Yeah. Before I forget, the air testicles come from theparanormalscholar.com. Mm. I Never did, heard of them. I did save it. Well, I found it. So, yeah. you know, gotta, gotta give the props. Yeah. Um, stories of human sacrifices, rotting dead things. I mm. mean... Probably animals getting swept up in the current when it yeah. rains and the tunnels actually do their, you know, job. Yeah. Also, And also a rumored secret room. Do you think they all float down there? I'm pretty sure they probably do for a little while. Hiya, Georgie. <laughs> Hiya, Georgie. Um, the secret room, ha- it, which is many layers deep yeah. under the ground. Uh-huh. How do you get into this super secret room, do you ask? You had to possess the ultimate power to lift these axes that weigh thousands of pounds that block the doors. Because that's not sus at all, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. What kind of RPG side quest is that? I don't fucking know. <laughs> it sounds like some sort of Game of Thrones shit, if you ask me. You are not strong enough. Come back when your strength stat has exceeded 20 points. To lift these axes. <laughs> I mean, and who knows about this room anyway? I wonder. Who would figure that out? I don't know. Because it, it, all the little scuttlebutt is, if you go down there, you don't come out. Exactly. So how did they get the info out? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I digress. I digress. If you got in this room, there's supposed to be a human skull. And also, as if this wasn't fucking freaky enough, there's nine more layers under this room, you know, Jeez. like the nine, nine rings, rings of, of hell. hell and whatnot. Yep. And the lower down you go in those layers, the closer you are said to get to the devil. Ah, uh, that kind of reminds me of, um... Not devil. 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 Anyway, uh, it reminds me of that movie, uh, As Above, So Below. Yes. Yes. Where they're going through the catacombs under Paris. Which, by the way, in real life, you can get a tour of, like, the surface layer of the tunnels, which is, like, a weird oxymoron, because it's, like, underground, so how is it a surface level? But you get the point. Where the tunnels are lined with bones and human skulls. I just saw something on Facebook the other day, and I meant to send it to you because we totally are going. Oh, boy. I think it's in PA or Maryland. It's it's one of our surrounding states, maybe, uh-huh. maybe Connecticut or something like that, but it's an actual house it's someone's house that was turned into like a museum because they found that there are caverns and catacombs underneath I of honest, this house i honestly thought you were just gonna be like because like, there's like, this house that's made of bones and human skulls no but like there's like uh, like like caverns with like natural pools and shit under it huh interesting yeah so i'm gonna have to find that because i thought that would be cool as fuck for yeah us it to sounds go cool okay Back to our story. <laughs> it's also said that a red-eyed specter or spirit named Red-Eyed Mike... That clever, I guess. Not ...protects that. and guards the entrance to the tunnel. But since there's more than one entrance, I'm trying to figure out which entrance he's guarding. By the way... Is he guarding the one that's fucking blocked by a, uh, by a side quest? I, I don't know. But 
uh, I meant to say this before I started this episode, but mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Heather, my coworker, because she helped me do some research on this. <laughs> oh, this is the one you yeah, forgot. <laughs> yeah. She was like, oh, and you got to put this in there. Oh, and you got to put this in there. And it made me think of that just now because she brought up, you know, red-eyed Mike. <clears throat> so anyway, the story goes. If you knock three times on the ceiling, if you want me. Sorry. Oh, I, that's where I thought you were going. I'm like, is she really? Yeah. <laughs> if you knock three times um, I, um, above the... The doorway? The archway there. Yeah. With a railroad tie... Because remember, there's a railroad yeah. not far. Wait, what's a railroad tie? You mean like one of the spikes? One of the old spikes, okay. yeah. Um, if you knock three times... I keep singing the fucking song. Uh, with railroad ties above the entrance of the gates of hell. And like I said, I think it's the square The square one. entrance, yeah. Um, he's supposed to blast a loud-ass horn from inside the tunnel. There have been claims of rocks being thrown from inside the tunnel. Out. Tum, tum, tum. Yeah. <laughs> so there's claims of rocks being thrown from inside from the inside tunnel out. out. Which makes me think there could be homeless people in there. But yeah, again, and like squatters or but something. But then again, it's a working, functioning tunnel system. So... Mm. I mean, if you, if you need a place to stay, you'll yeah, figure out with, how to stay there. But with the rain, it's gonna drown people, flush them out, flush them in. Maybe that's where all the bodies are coming yeah, from. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh my goodness, excuse me. Um, others have seen a small figure about three feet tall hauling ass out of the tunnel and running toward Weasel Brook Park. And by hauling ass, I mean faster than a person should be able to run, especially that size. Got some manlet strength going on. That person, and I say that loosely, is said to be Red-Eyed Mike. Uh, In 2017, some dude exploring the gates of hell fell 20 feet and wound up (laughs) not in Hades, but in the hospital bed. Mm. Um... I'm sorry, it's not funny, but damn, my guy, be careful out there hunting the spoops, you know? I mean, <sighs> if you're going to do something like that, and if you're, gonna, if you're going to, what's that word? Um, descend. Mm. You might want to have some ropes, some, maybe some spikes on pre- your shoes. Pre- pre- prepare. You got to yeah. prepare. You got to have the preparedness going on. <clears throat> so, police determined that the 20-year-old Port Reading man had fallen approximately 20 feet down a slope of rocks and landed near a storm drain. He suffered head and body injuries. Because he landed in an extremely difficult spot to get to, the Clifton Fire Department had to get his ass out. Yeah. He was taken to <clears throat> University Hospital in Newark for traumatic injuries, the police said. Mm. A story I read on Reddit was a dude and three friends who ventured down there. Mm-hmm. First time was during the day. During this trip, they got about 15 feet or so, and saw Latin writing on the wall. Okay. They decided to go back. They said, no, and they walked away. Oh, no. Mm-mm. They ain't that, they're not that bright. Mm. They decided to go back at night this time. Ah, there it is. And upon entering the same tunnel as before. The Latin writing was gone. No. Was it glowing in the at dark? At about the same distance in, maybe a little bit further, they they noticed even more Latin writing. Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, glowed in the dark or some shit. And it was crisp and clear as if it had just been done. Oof. Along with that, a goat's head painted in red. Ooh. They go a little further in, because why the fuck not? Because white people. White people! Mm-hmm. 
And even with flashlights, the guy said, it's hard to see. Yeah. I, I could totally get that. They mm-hmm. start to hear what he describes as a woman chanting. <laughs> nope. Naturally. And if one were smart, they'd I, boot scoot and boogie their way out of the I'm entrance. white. And I would be like, nah. And i just walk right back out. But was that enough? Apparently the fuck not. Of course not. Because the enough. same dude and one of the friends, the other two said they weren't fucking around and finding out. Mm-hmm. Went back in Jesus. to see if what they heard was really what they heard. Uh-huh. Guess what? It was not. They did, and this time a male voice chimed in right along in with the chicks chanting. Oh no. Then they described hearing a thud, but not like a like a like a rock thud. Like a um a heavy thud, more like a soft thud. Kinda like Yeah. So not like cinder blocks falling. Maybe like a body dropping. But I'm assuming that more like a body, like of a human, like they or like an animal, like for, for uh, image. not like a sack of fucking potatoes. Yeah, but like for sake of imagery, sorry guys, it's like they kill the guy and then the body just slumps over. More like a slumping, yeah. Yeah. On another note, other legends tell of people drowning in the drains while trying to explore explore them, and the rooms underground being used as meeting places. For devil worshippers and members of that triple letter that I don't like to say. Oh. So, this is one place I won't be going. Mainly for fear of prosecution. Yeah. Because <laughs> fuck that. But also, hey man, if the devil's people are doing their workings, who am I to stop them? <clears throat> I'd be pissed if, interrupt- if if someone interrupted me doing mine. Yeah. So, there you have it. That's a hell of a place. Haunted or nah? Uh, don't want to find out. <laughs> Did you look at some of the the yeah. pictures and the graffiti? When I was looking up the entrance, Doesn't it I saw... remind you of Candyman? Uh, yeah. yeah, very much so. And that movie still freaks me out. I still don't say... That. <laughs> in, in, in multiples. Yeah. I don't, I don't say that in multiples. But, <sighs> um... Yeah, when I was looking up the pictures of the entrance, I showed you like inside and i saw all the graffiti and whatnot and like the guy said with the flashlight you you couldn't yeah he said you you could only see like five feet ahead of you and the further in you got the the less yeah see so i mean could there be people down there performing rituals maybe it's a very good possibility i'm not gonna be the one that finds out though uh i ain't interrupting Because when I'm trying to do my stuff, I don't want no one interrupting me. No. And hey, to each their own. I ain't the one getting sacrificed. Nope. My pets ain't the ones getting sacrificed because we don't have any. No, we don't. And look, you do you, boo. Just keep me out of it. Just keep me the hell out of it. (laughs) But anyway, guys, that That is is part one of this episode. And by part one, I mean we'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey, how you guys doing? I hope that commercial break was interesting because I sure as hell don't know. I, I kind of stutter my way through it. But you know, <laughs> what? you know what? Someday we'll have more sponsors. Eventually. So, Mother, I have a question for you. I might have an answer. What do you get when you mix murder, time, and some dumbass teenagers? Uh... A cold case! That's correct! All right. I'm happy you're doing a cold case. So, this takes place over in England. England? England. And the name of the story is called Who Put Bella Down the Witch Elm? Which is 
going to be explained later on. Well, all right. So. I'm so proud of you doing a cold case. There was a Jane Doe, or maybe Jane Doe. Jane Doe. Found in a hollowed out. that sounded more Australian. Jane Doe, isn't it? Anyway. Sorry, guys. Found it. There's a Jane Doe found in a hollowed out tree trunk of a witch elm, which I actually, they, they, I saw a picture of the actual tree. It's fucking spooky looking. <laughs> like, it looks like something happened there. Or, well, remain, what remained of Jane Doe, anyway. On April 18th in 1943, a few English teenagers by the names of Robert Hart, Thomas Willits, Bob Farmer, and Fred Payne were trespassing on Hagley Wood, which is part of the Hagley Estate, owned by Lord Cobham. Lord. Lord. Near Witchbury Hill. That's like a whole lot of like... It's British. It's a lot of like uh, stages just to say... I gotta say though, I admire the British with their... Estates and lords and ladies and... I mean, they have a thing now where you can buy a, a plot of land in, like, Scotland or something. You can become Ireland, your, too. Yeah, that might be it, where you can become a lord of, like, a square acre or something. I definitely want to do that, being Scottish <laughs> and all. Um, So they were trespassing in Hagley Wood, part of Hagley Estate, near Witchbury Hill. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So they found a tree. That's, like... Our town, in our state, in our country. No, it'd be more like our town, in our county, in our state. (laughs) But anyway, so while they were trespassing, they found a witch witch elm tree. I keep wanting to say witch elm. I'm going to have to look that up. A witch elm tree, spelled W-Y-C-H. Oh, yep, because that's a British spelling. They thought it'd be a great place to look for bird nests. Okay. Farmer, a.k.a., uh, what was his name? Bob Farmer... Climbed up the tree, but didn't find any bird nests. No, no, no. He found the skeletal remains of someone whom the locals have started calling Bella. Due to the graffiti popping up not long later. I think about a year or so is when the graffiti started popping up. Okay. This was a weird case to read about. By the way, this is still unsolved uh, today. And this was the 40s? This This happened in the 40s. And as far as my knowledge goes right now, it's still unsolved. Oh. So... He believed the skull was originally that of an animal, until he saw that there was still hair and teeth attached to it. I'm um, pretty sure that's not an animal. Like, it's not, like, actual, like, tufts of hair and shit stuck to it. Ugh. So um, how long do they estimate it was there? I'll get to that. Okay. Because to have hair... Oh, yeah, trust me. This, Like I said, this gets weird. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens with this case. All right. The four boys vowed to never talk about it again, because... It's a friggin' skeleton. You don't want to ever think about that again. Yeah. And how old were these boys? I want to say they were, like, in their mid, mid-teens, mid maybe. Okay, that's terrible to see that at, at a young age. I, I want to say around 15 was the oldest. I so we're, we're going to say what? Like, 13, 13 to 15? 15, yeah. That's got to be terrifying to find that. So, yeah. The four boys vowed not to talk about it, but the youngest one, which was Thomas Willits... Couldn't bear to keep silent and told his parents because he felt that like uh, about it. Yeah. So because he told his parents, I mean, it's a human being. Yeah. So the police had investigated the tree, where they had found. Wait. So they found it in the hollowed out trunk of the uh-huh, tree. Okay. And like it was stuffed in there. Yes. Okay. And he had to climb it to see it. So my immediate thought. Oh, I'm thinking 
like, like the, the trunk. Yeah, no, not like, like a hollowed out. See it like yeah, this. not like this. So they like climbed, he climbed up and it was in. That's what I think is that it was like hollowed out from the top and then it was stuffed gotcha, in there. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Like it, like the tree rot out from the inside up to the top and that's Got, what it was stuffed in. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what I think at least. Anyway, makes sense if you said they climbed up. Yeah, I thought which I second. did. Well, I but now I, it makes sense that I now did. it makes sense yes. because I was thinking at first like a knot hole, right? But like you know how no, that's what you're thinking. You're thinking it was like a knot hole on the side of a tree, or no? I was thinking that like you know how some trees, especially with like raccoons and and uh, yeah. squirrels, will dig at the bottom of yeah. the tree and hollow out the bottom. But now yeah. it makes sense. Sorry, guys, I my brain <laughs> had to comprehend that part. So because uh, little oh my God, excuse me, uh, excuse me. So because little Tommy Willits told his parents, his parents told the police obviously, and when the police investigated the tree, they had found a near complete skeleton that still had a shoe, a golden ring, some bits of clothing, and a missing hand. Oh, the skull was the most valuable piece that they had found. How did they not take a ring? Okay. No idea. Okay. But the skull was the most valuable part of it due to having, you know, the hair and a clear dental pattern. Right. Despite missing a couple of teeth. Well, because I think even back in the 40s, they, they did, did your dental records. Yeah, they still did, like, the dental impressions and all. After the initial investigation, they discovered the remains of a hand some distance away from the tree. So they, assuming they found the missing hand. <laughs> um... The remains were sent to a forensics like close lab. close proximity? It doesn't specify. It just okay. says some distance away from the tree. But I'm assuming it would still be on the property, just not too far off. So, the remains were sent to a forensics lab where a Mr. James Webster determined that the body had been dead for roughly, and this is where it gets a little weirder, it had been dead for almost, like, around 18 months. What? Time Placing year was this? This they found the skeleton in April of 1943. So, which placed the time of death before October of 1941. So that's a year and a half that that body was dead and was stuffed inside of that tree. I'm wondering if the tree kind of preserved it. Preserved it. Maybe they don't specify that too much. Webster also found a section of... But with the weather and with it being yeah. down the middle of the tree... Well, that's just our assumption of what the right, tree is. Right. Like, he could have climbed up the tree and all... still seen the, yeah. the hole in the side. I'm just trying to put all my forensic <laughs> forensic TV knowledge into play here. But yeah, it, that was why I thought it was very... Just like, you see a skeleton that still has some like hair and teeth in it, you're like, okay. Yeah, that's usually gone. Yeah, teeth, after... Teeth, no... But hair, yes. Especially after a year and a half. And then the bones would not stay. They'd be very brittle. And they would not be attached. Yeah, the ligaments and all that would be gone. Right, that would not hold your bones together. Well, I mean, they never said that the skeleton was still put together. Yeah, but there was still a ring. Yeah, on the finger. Doesn't mean the finger was still attached to something. Okay. Like the, oh, because you think like all three segments. No, I'm saying that it was probably like... The finger segment still had the ring on, and that's what they assumed. She just gave me the that's that's a good i that's a good point finger point. I was taking a sip. Um, so yeah, James Webster determined the body had been dead for roughly a year and a half, placing the time of death before 
October of 1941. He had also found a section of taffeta, T-A-F-F-E-T-A. That's clothing material. Yes. I didn't know that at first. So he said he had determined, he also found a section of taffeta in the mouth, indicating she was killed by suffocation. Yeah. They also determined that the body was stuffed into the tree trunk while still warm. So they ki- whoever did this killed her and stuffed her in. Killed her and then stuffed her body in before rigor mortis could take over. Which I think is like what half hour to forty five minutes. I forget. Is when rigor sets in. So I think yeah, so. they killed her and stuffed immediately her in. stuffed her in. Yeah. yeah. So they killed her very close to that tree. Yeah. Not right there. Yeah. So. Police could tell what she had looked like from the items that they found, but, you know, considering it was around, it was during the time of World War II, proper identification was near impossible. Right. Because of all the dead bodies and whatnot, that all the people that were going missing and all that fun stuff. Especially in England. Yeah. Where they were getting bombed like crazy by the Germans and whatnot. Um, even after cross-referencing details with reports of missing persons, they still couldn't match a human to the remains. Wow. So, dental <laughs> records did not help. Not at the time, because there, like I said, there were so many missing persons, um, reports at the time. Yeah. It, it was, it was, they just couldn't And let's do face it. It, it, technology... Was not great back then. No, it, because, you know... It, yeah. It was the time. So... A year later, in 1944, graffiti started showing up on Upper Dean Street in Birmingham, England. Birmingham? Birmingham. Asking, who put Bella down the witch elm? On an episode of Nazi Murder Mysteries, Liverpool John Moore's University, I thought it was just like, that is the whole name of the university, Liverpool John Moore's University, had a forensic facial reconstruction done from photos of the skull. Which, I actually had to look up pictures of. Looked a little rough. Wow. <laughs> um, Nazi Murder Mysteries, I think it came out like maybe a decade or so ago. I'd have to double check that. Hmm. Um, I'd never heard of it. but I never heard of it either. But, but in, by the name, it would make me think she was unalived by a Nazi. Or at least something involving them. The Nazi regime. Yes. So, in an eh, in a Radio Four broadcast, England, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Punt, or maybe Punt, P U N T. It could be either Probably one. Probably Punt. Steve Punt. Sorry, Mister. Sorry, sorry Mister Punt, or any uh, Punt relatives. Punt, Punt. I think of Punt. Punt. My bad. <laughs> punt adjacent. Right. Uh, Steve... Mr. P-U-N-T. Yes. Steve P. had suggested two possible victims. Okay. One was a sex worker who was reported missing by a colleague in 1944 who said they, Bella, or as the, I guess her colleague had called her Lou Bella, had worked Hagley Road and disappeared about three years prior. So 1941. It makes sense. The a lot year of lines sex up. workers went missing. Oh, Yeah. Especially They're in that... still going missing. Yeah. But the fact that it was three years ago, in 1941, that kind of lines up. Yeah, because she was missing, presumed dead for 18 months. Yes. So, that's all we know about that one. The other possible victim was from a statement by one Una Musab, who said that her ex-husband Jack 
had confessed to family members that he and a Dutchman friend of his named Van Ralt had put the woman in the tree while she slept. Basically, they went out drinking and she got really hammered and passed out. So they put her in the tree in an attempt to scare her from her illicit ways. Are you fucking serious right now? That's what it said. That's what it said. Well, let me just guess. They're out drinking with her. I'm pretty friggin' sure they were enjoying her illicit ways. Most likely. Or at least the Dutchman was, maybe. I really hate when men do that shit. So, yeah. One pot, two possibilities. One. Her illicit ways. After we just had sex with her, we were going to punish her for having sex with us. <laughs> Fucking dipshit. So, yeah. Two possible victims. One, sex worker. Two, sex worker, but with more details. <laughs> oh, my God. So, after a night of heavy drinking, of course, he was sent to a Stafford mental institution after having recurring nightmares of, get this, a woman staring out at him from inside a tree. That's what you get, you fucker. He died before the body was found. But this claim has been disputed since then due to the fact that the statement was made 10 years after the body was found. Because the statement was made in 1953. So it was already in the news and whatnot. People already knew about it. So for all we know, Miss Una Newsap was trying to get... Trying to catch it, capitalize on, you know, some yeah. urban legend type shit. And there's other stories that I saw where it was just like, oh, it was a British officer or German officer or whatever. A spy who went missing and that's who that was. And they're just like, nah. The... Hey, that could be too. Well. Women were spies back then. Well, the German spy one, or English spy, I'd have to double check real quick. They had, were They figured out that... The spy theory is bunk because the spy would have died in, like, Berlin or something. Yeah, but there were women spies. Oh, I'm not debating that at all. But the one that they're specifically saying... Where was it? Uh, Another fear... And this is straight from the wiki page because this apparently was big enough to have its own wiki page. Oh, wow. Another theory comes from an MI5 declassified file about Yosef Jacobs. Or Joseph Jacobs because it's spelled J-O-S-E-F, so I'm assuming Yosef. The last man to be put to death in the Tower of London on August 15th of 1941. An Abwehr agent, which is German military intelligence, uh, he parachuted into Cambridgeshire, Cam- or as Americans would say, Cambridgeshire. <laughs> Cambridgeshire. Sorry, in the- guys. We, we butcher British I tr- We try, though. Uh, we, do, we do try. So, but we still end up fucking them up. Yosef... Yosef Jacobs, or Yosef Jacobs, a German military agent, parachuted into Cambridgeshire in 1941, but broke his ankle when landing and was soon arrested by the Home Guard. On his person, on his person was a photo, purportedly of his lover, a German cabaret dancer and actress named Clara Bowerly. Uh, Jacobs says she was being trained as a spy, and that he had made, had he made contact, she might have been sent over to England after him. However, there is no evidence that Bowerly was parachuted into England, and several witnesses described that Cla- Clara Bowerly was around six foot tall, while the skeleton was only five foot. In September of 2016, it was determined that Clara had died in Berlin in 1942. Well, then that wasn't her. Exactly. So, this is where like it gets a little supernatural, where I think you might find it even more interesting. <laughs> 
1945, again, this is also from the wiki. I'm sorry, guys. I wish I wrote this down in my own words to make it funnier. Or as funny as I can with a cold case. Uh, in 1945, Margaret Murray, an anthropologist and archaeologist at University College of London... So, Bones. <laughs> pretty much. Proposed a more radical theory. Witchcraft. Here we go. Because she believed that the severing of one hand was consistent with a ritual called... <coughs> do you know what it is? The Hand of Glory. Um, After the victim had been killed by Romani people during an occult ritual, her ideas excited the local press and led investigators to consider another seemingly ritualistic killing of a man, Charles Walton, in nearby Lower Quinton. By the way, the, the a hand of glory is the dried and pickled hand of a hanged man, often specified as being the right hand, or if the person was hanged for murder, the hand that did the deed. Uh-huh. Now I know what it is. That goes way, way, way back. Yes. And in 19... 19- and they use it for spells. Yes. Because the right hand is supposed to be the predominant hand that holds the power. Yeah, because, because everyone... there's more people that are right-handed than, than left. Which is bullshit, because I'm left-handed. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Well... I would have got beaten in Catholic school back in the day. Well, even back in my day, I remember kids that were left-handed, and they my teachers would retrain them to be what? right-handed. Wrong hand! Right hand. Oh, they didn't. They didn't like beat them or nothing, but they would do their absolute best. And your teachers even tried that. And I said, no. <laughs> if he's writing with his left hand, then he's writing with his left hand. <laughs> You're not gonna make my boy learn how to write with a different hand than he's more comfortable with writing with. My right hand is stupid. <laughs> I'm ambidextrous, but I can't. So like the thing I found out: if you're right-handed, you can kind of do other things with your left hand. But if you're left-handed, your right hand's almost useless. <laughs> I'm only ambidextrous because I have hurt too many fights and have hurt my right hand yeah. on so many different occasions. I, now, is it legible? Tiny bit, <laughs> but I can do it. So, and this is the last part of the Wikipedia. Again, sorry, folks. In 1953, again, 10 years later, another theory surfaced, namely that the victim was a Dutch woman named Clarabel Dronkers. Bell. Exactly. Yeah, Clarabella. Bella. Mm-hmm. And she had been killed by a German spy ring consisting of a British officer, a Dutchman, or I'm sorry, a Dutchman, and a music hall artist for knowing too much. Available records and evidence were unable to support the story. So yeah, as of right now, almost 80-something years later, no clue! <laughs> That's crazy. But there's a lot of cases that are like that. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be doing more cold cases, guys. Um, once we get back to, to releasing episodes every week, we will be doing cold case carousels, you know, um, once a month again. I've actually got a couple in the works. And we've got a, bi- a pretty big one lined up, honestly. Um, yeah, um... Hopefully that doesn't fall through. Um, I don't think it will. I don't um, think so either. But uh, we will be putting a poll on this episode as well of what you guys want to hear more of. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we need to do a little, like we do our ads, we need to do the little this little segment because, you know, we're going to be saying it for every episode. Oh, uh, the, uh, don't forget to follow us on socials. Right. So, <laughs> well, not, not just that part, but... Oh, like the polls and whatnot. 
or what we're going to be adding next. Right. But, um, like a little sneak preview of coming attractions. Yes. Um, if you guys have any stories you would like to tell, we are open to sharing your stories. Um, if you or anyone you know is struggling with mental health or addiction issues, please get help. There is help out there. And if you feel like you have no one to talk to, please email us. We will answer you. Mm -hmm. Um, you can follow us on all the socials at... Uh, Horror Cultural, where... We grow love for all things spoopy and macabre. Hey. You can also email us at horrorcultural at gmail.com. Um, our socials are Horror Cultural. Twitter, Facebook, our, and the Instagrams. Um, we also have a website that we are revamping currently. Um... <laughs> Well, I'm not redoing it yet, but I am going to change servers. Yeah. Because this server sucks. So, yeah, I can imagine. Um, and you're going to learn it because I can't keep doing all this <laughs> shit myself. But anyway, yes, guys, you can also find us on not only Spotify, but also Apple Music. Yeah, the two, we got, we're on the two big boys. <laughs> yeah, because I can't figure out the little ones, so fuck it. <laughs> well, let's, we'll let Anchor figure that out. <laughs> need to take some rss classes i keep saying it but i really do uh, we really do um appreciate you guys listening to us and if you guys can you know give us a five star rating and share us with your friends your friends your family your colleagues your dog your dog's dog your dog's best friends your dog's instagram page your cohorts yes your frenemies um your ratings really help us a lot and we do have some really big stuff coming um so thank you guys again, and we love you, and stay safe. And again, if you need to reach out, please reach out. We will answer you. We will talk to you, and if for whatever reason we can't, we can at least direct you to someone who can. Thank you guys so, so much, and we'll be back in two weeks. See Bye. Yous.